What's up, everybody? It's Frank Blanco here with another episode of uh, No Father, No Problem with my main man, Chinook. Hey, what's going on, everybody? And uh, today we got a special guest. Um, we, we grew up calling him Kiko because we've known him. You know what? I was, I was putting those numbers uh, together earlier, and I go, when I moved to that house in, in L.A., in East L.A., I was four, four years old. And uh, Kiko is three years younger than me. He was just uh, a, a toddler when we met him. Yeah. Yeah, just a toddler when we met him. So our, our special guest is uh, Kiko. We call him that. But it's uh, Alfred Robles. All right. Am I a special guest or am I just the guest? <laughs> <laughs> I, think you, I think you qualify as a special guest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, know, you know what, you know what Kiko, to me, you're just going to be one of the boys all the time. <laughs> and and I'll, I'll tell you why, because... You know what, uh, when when we, you kind of kind of came back into, you know, the lives of everybody, you know, kind of got everybody back together, and, and I kind of got to know you again, you're the same fucking person you were back then. He hasn't changed at all. He's the same dude. And I'm like, fuck, oh, this is, you know, and then I see him on stage, and I go, man, this guy's a, he's fucking good on stage and everything else, and then he's the same person, you know? So to me, you're just always going to be a guest. You're always going to be that same person to me, you know? But to people listening, he's going to be a special guest to you guys. He's, <laughs> he's always going to be Kiko to me, man. Yeah. I think you have to be like that, bro. I think you have to be the same person. Yeah, you, you know? You know what? You, you, you can't change because then people, when they see any change in you, they're like, he sold out, you yeah, know? Yeah, 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 yeah. How do you do it, though, man? You know what? Um, I'm a... Uh, I'm a high energy guy. You know, tell jokes to everybody, even people I don't know. You know, one of these days somebody's gonna punch me, but I always have that one day where I wanna hide. You know, like like I don't wanna say shit today. You know, but I can't. You know, people still come up to me like, "What do you think about this? What do you think about that?" Because they know you're always gonna throw a one liner in there. Right, right. So how do you do it just to be the same? You know, like like you're a cool high energy person. You know. And, and you know what's funny, bro? Is I don't even think I'm high energy. I think I'm fucking calmado, bro. You know, a lot of people. What I don't like is when people say, like, if I'm meeting your guys' friends, and yes. you tell them ahead of time, oh, Kiko's a comedian. I'm like, okay, well, I can't wait to meet him. And then when they meet me, they're expecting me to say something funny. They're expecting me to fucking tell jokes. And yes. if I don't, they'll be, oh, he's not funny. <laughs> he's, he's like, so like they judge it right yes. away. Yeah. You know what I mean? So that's what I don't like. Because okay. I mean, because I like, I want to be cool. Like you said, I want to be the the person that I am. I don't want to like feel like I have to show off or, or feel like I have to tell jokes all the fucking time yes. or anything like that. Yeah, I, I've gone over like family's house and they're like, hey, we have cable in this room and uh, it's not working. I go, I'm not working right now, man. I'm just here. I'm here to drink beer and eat tamales. I'm not the cable guy right now, you know? Dude, Even though I told you, hey, bro, came over one day. We're here doing the podcast, yeah. and he goes, "Come here, I, I need you to help me." And I go, "Kiko, he go, I haven't done this for like ten years, okay? <laughs> so don't expect me to be able to fix anything." But I'm glad it was just it's not plugged in, Kiko. Yeah. <laughs> I, I found like an expert, dude. I go, just plug it in, and then we plug it in. The first picture to come on is a dirty channel. Oh. <laughs> you shot that thing off, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, all right, dude. it's working, on Kiko. Need some white piece, you know? That's fucking fun. Yeah, so that's why I feel like you have to be the same person, bro. Because I think people, like, if they go see you. Like the 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 fans, the crowd, they could know when someone fakes it. That's what I feel. Maybe I'm wrong, but I I feel like someone like someone could tell like, oh, he ain't real. Whatever he's saying yes. is just fucking, it's just pretend and shit like that. You know what I mean? And yeah. I like to keep it real, and then I want to connect. I think like keeping it real, you connect with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, because you're always the same person all the time. So if you are, there's never no change. Oh, I gotta 
I got to be different from them. No, I'll be the same person. So it's exactly the same person they see on stage, the same person they see me in real life. You're the same person everywhere you go. So, right. you know, so th that's probably good. You know, that way you never have to be on because to a, to a, to an extent, you're always on because that's who you are, right? Right. Yeah. You know what, uh, like uh, in high school, I used to have different groups of friends. I had like total friends. I had my jock friends because I played sports. I had my nerd friends because I had a few like, uh, advanced classes and I remember when uh, when I would go with my like nerdy friends to around the cholos and and I tried to talk to both sides and like in the way they talk they were like what the fuck is wrong with you bro you know so I could see what you mean about being fake you know right, right. like both of them saying like who the fuck are you, you know like what are you doing you know mm -hmm. even at work when uh, like uh, there's multiple races Right. And you know when uh, say like three people of every race get together and start talking trash to each other. Right. I want to jump in. I'm like, I gotta get a lot of material. Right. Like, no, man, get off. We don't even know what the fuck you are. You know. Yeah. Right. Right. And right. Like, you know what though, like, too? Those are signs of a very intelligent person because when you meet people who are you know doctors, lawyers, they're very intelligent, and they see you and they know how to be how to speak to you. You know, not like where they're speaking down to you, but they're able to speak to you where you can speak back to them. You know, they you know they you know they know who their audience is. So that that's that's a good sign, you know, because they know who what reaction they need, you know. Well, when you're stuck in the middle, every then every what like who are you, man? You know, like what the fuck are you talking about? And or how can you say that? Or you know, like you always get stuck in the middle when when your friend, groups of friends meet. You know, right, right. I remember when I, I don't know if you remembers when I was going to high school when I was going to Montebello. I had a Mexican flag on my backpack. I used to always carry my backpack with the Mexican flag. And uh, one time, the paisas come come up to me. And they're like, hey, we're having problems with the jocks. They want to fight us, and they're fucking picking us. And I was like, why the fuck are they coming up to me, bro? <laughs> you know, like, what yes. the fuck? I don't even hang out with these fools <laughs> or nothing. And then, and then the jocks come over, and they come to me like, hey, we're gonna fuck up the fucking paisas, fuck the paisas, and they were coming up to me. And then like, my friend, my friend, he was all like, my friend was all like, bro. You have the fucking Mexican flag. You're like their fucking Cesar Chavez, bro. You can't, <laughs> you can't be carrying a Mexican flag in your back like and not expect this shit. Are you trying to unite them or what? Shit, bro. And I was like, shut the, the fucking flag away, dude, or what the fuck? He goes, you, you, have, you expect this shit, bro. You, you come with the Mexican. You're the only motherfucker in the whole school that has a Mexican flag in your backpack, bro. How are you not going to uh, protect the paisa? I'm like, damn, you're right, bro. I felt like they're MLK right there, dude. bro. <laughs> Did they fight? No, they didn't fight. I uh, fucking talked them out of it, dude. Okay. Mm, I sure. talked them, yeah, I talked them out of it. Dude. You talked about it because you didn't want to fight? Or no, well, that too, probably. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, when I played high school football, I don't know why the, a lot of the football players, mostly the ones that couldn't speak Spanish, didn't get along with the soccer players. Yeah, yeah. I have no idea why, and they were always fighting in the locker rooms. I never got that, bro. I mean, you know me, like, I would always stand back, like, what's going on, you know? But, they, you know, they make a circle around them. Right. They fight. The next day, another two different guys fight, and I'm like, it was, it just kept going on all year, man. Like, but I never got that. Like, why, you know? No, me neither, bro. Yeah, maybe uh, one uh, one set of Mexicans they didn't think the other set of Mexicans was Mexican enough. You know, it does. Yes, that like, happens a lot, especially now. You have the Norteños and the Soñeros. You know, you know, sometimes we're there's so many Mexicans there, they divide in half. And, you they always know, find the reason to divide, you exactly. know? Exactly. You know, you're from the north or from the south. You know, there's always different when there's so many of them. You know, yes. you got to cut it in half. You know? And you know what I noticed too, bro, is that the people that I went to high school with that always like kind of like, oh, I don't speak Spanish or they're not. But you knew it, bro. You knew their mom spoke to the Spanish. Yes. You, knew, you knew they fucking eat fucking a mole and all that shit at their fucking <laughs> pad and they try to deny all that shit. 
after high school, they became all oh, fuck. It's all about chente. It's all about my nah. Oh, man. And it's all about that. Like, motherfuckers. They get into their comfort zone. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. What the fuck? I thought you didn't know Spanish and shit, dog. You know, that? that's what I've seen a lot. Hey, you know what, dude? I, I can relate to that because I, I, I can say I'm not, I wasn't like that 100%, but to a certain extent. Like, I, I didn't listen to Spanish music until Frankie introduced me to Jose Alfredo Jimenez. Right. And I was, uh, you were in the Cadillac, and um, we, we had that Jose Alfredo Jimenez CDs, that double CD, yes. remember that little reddish one where he's all pedo you know i remember that one there and i was already what 18 19 yes. years old and i never listened to spanish music until that day and then frankie goes hey check this out and he put it on for me and i'm like man this is the greatest shit ever it and, talks and, to me bro it, like, yeah exactly and, and, and i could relate to it and i go fuck this is great and, and then from that point on I, I i think i became more mexican or started to you know to Take advantage of my Mexican roots, you know. But <laughs> the whole central humanity did it for me, dude. You know? But you never denied being Mexican or denied speaking uh, Spanish. I, or you know like what? That, even right? if I tried, I couldn't. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. You know. But people would see me, and because of my name, they were like, "You speak Spanish?" I go, "Yeah, I speak Spanish." You know, people would ask me that question. I go, "Yeah, right. I, I, I never did denied it." But I think that I wouldn't listen to it because I didn't know it until Frankie introduced it to me. You know? Yes, I knew. Um, I, you know, I grew up in the middle between Roswell and high school, and uh, I had a choice to go to either one. And one family I knew, uh, my, my friend Oscar's family, I'm not going to say his last name. <laughs> yeah. Because a lot of people, you know, they don't, do not want their whole name out there. I, I think but it's a, um, Anderson. It's Anderson. Fucking Torts. It, it, it Torts, yeah. Torts. His brothers would always tell me, like, don't go to Roosevelt because that's a Mexican school. Go to Garfield. And I'm like, like, dude, you're Mexican. I'm Mexican. What are you talking about, you know? So they kept telling me that. And ultimately, I, I attended Roosevelt for the, for the same reason that too many people told me not to go there. Uh-huh. And uh, one of Oscar's brothers ended up doing hard time. Oh, shit. And when he came out, he spoke all Spanish and worse, Cholo Spanish, you know? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, he found out where he was really from when he was inside the big house, you know? Yeah, yeah. What's, what side he was on, right? Old school, old school. Yeah. So, um, like we said... Um, hey, hey, you remember when I was fucking uh, going back to those old school days and fucking drinking at your pad for when I was all fucked up? And that's when rapping forte was hot as fuck. And yeah. Call that fool rapping torte, and he got mad. <laughs> was that you? <laughs> you know what? Words it got stuck. Yeah. Well, that's how he got the name torts. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, it was. It was. Uh, I was wondering who gave him that, and and because he would go to the, to the down to get a, a burritos. Yes. On Rowan and Cesar Chavez, and everybody would get a, a burrito. He would get a torta, right? So it was. Uh, I think you. Then you said that. Yeah. So it was a rapping torte. Then it went to. to Torta or torts. So that's why his name's Torts right now. That was you. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, God yeah, damn. Forever. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's, that's, that's a trip. That's true. I remember that fucking, because that song was hot as fuck. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was, that was uh, Two Shorts, uh, Buddy, right? Yeah, yeah. The Players Club. So, uh, like we said, uh, everybody, Henry uh, recommended, and we're going to do a new uh, spot to eat uh, every uh, every episode. So, um the new that the new spot to eat is a spot that Kiko's also been to, yeah. and uh, this place doesn't have the best food. But like you said, the environment, <laughs> right, right. <laughs> dicks, the the environment is it, it's it's our our cup of tea. You know, I don't know. I should have said that either. Right? <laughs> I'll get shit for that later. That's uh, if I can remember, bro. It's been a long time since I was there. Is it bring your own beer? No, or, no, 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 it was, uh, it, the place is called Taco Boy, it's in the city of, 
Well, Frank is Frank is pulling up. Is Bell Gardens? The, no, it's Bell. Oh, we're bringing it up right now. So this this place is called Taco Boy, and what was good about this place is that, uh, like I, like we said in the past episodes, I'm a big marisco eater. I can mm-hmm. I can eat fucking anything, and uh, Frankie was not the the biggest marisco eater. He liked the uh, tacos, and this place is called Taco Boy. It's at fifty thirty nine Gage Avenue in the city of Bell. And uh, what's what's good about it is the the, the food's not the best. Ceviche is not the best. The car, the the burritos and tacos asada are not the best. But what was good about it was the beers. The Corona beers were a dollar seventy five. Okay. Uh, the ceviche was all right. Uh, the 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 carne asada was all right. So it it, it would accommodate both of us, you know. Yes. And also, they had the, you know what? You're probably going to hear this a lot in most of the episodes. Kick ass jukebox. Kick ass jukebox oh, with Jose Alfredo Jimenez. Jose Alfredo Jimenez was on the jukebox. Yes. And, and I guess the beer being $1.75, that's kind of what did it. You have to bring your own beer. Yeah, you have to bring your own beer. I remember we took beers and we drank beers there. I remember that. Yeah, until yeah. they closed. I mean, yeah, we're just yeah, there, yeah. Listen to music. Yeah. Yeah. You know, salsa bar, I mean, it, 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 it got everything, you know? Yeah, it had everything for everybody, and it, and it was, uh, the prices were very reasonable. You know, you'd go up there, and I would say, I would get, give me four tostadas of ceviche, and i say, bill me for six beers. So the guy would bill me, bill me for six beers, he'd give me two, i go sit down, eat my ceviche, have yes. two beers, go up there, and get you owe me one, you owe me one, until I depleted it. That was cool about the spot, you know, they would accommodate us with our eating habits, you know? They're real cool, man. Uh, I was, I like their, um... They like tostadas, and they got you name it, man. And everything's oversized. Usually, if, it, if the, something doesn't taste amazing, they have oversized everything. So yeah, you, yeah, they make it with a portion, yeah, yeah, right? Exactly, no. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, the city of Bell. Uh, I know all their cops over there now, dude. Oh, you do? Yeah, yeah. With my one of my good friends, he's a detective there. And oh man, I know a bunch of the fucking cops there. And I remember uh, I had a story. There's a Starbucks there. I remember one time uh, when the new iPhone came out. The new iPhone came out, and uh, I was fucking drunk, bro. I was driving back home, and I stopped at a gas station right there on Avenue 26 and Figueroa. There's like four gas stations like on, on, on the corners. It's, it's like a crackhead fucking area right there. And I went into the, to the gas station to pay, and I got some water. And when I walked back, I was like, where in the fuck is my phone? Where is my phone? And I was all like... I was listening to music, so I had my phone with me. So I went back and I told the lady that was behind the counter, and I go, hey, did I leave my phone here? And she said, no, you didn't have your phone with you. And I went back to my car and I'm looking for my phone and nothing. And I go back, I had to have my phone here. Yes. You know, and I told the lady, you have my phone? Tell me now. You know, she goes, I don't have your phone. And I was like, look, no one came in after me and no one was here before me. It has to be you. It's not my phone's out of my car. And she was like... Chamaco, no tengo tu teléfono. And I, I'm all like, in my head, I'm like, this fucking bitch fucking took my phone. And I went back to my car and I got the car charger and I gave it away. I go, here, you're going to need my fucking charger. So I went back home all fucking sad because the iPhone, it was a lot of fucking failure back then. So I go back <laughs> home. I go back home. I fucking woke up and I called whoever I had. And I go, hey, this is what's going on. They're like, you can come and just get a temporary phone and then we'll, we'll fucking get your phone later. We'll send you a new phone or whatever. So I got a temporary phone. So the next day, I was at Gabriel's house. We were fucking, it was his birthday or something. I'm like, Gabriel's pad. I get a fucking text, bro. I get a text. They're like, did you lose an iPhone? I'm like, yeah. And I go, hey, can I call you back? And that person goes, yeah, call me back. So I called it. And it was like a cholo voice, bro. It was a cholo voice. And I was like, where'd you get my phone from? He was like, my mom's a crackhead. My mom's a crackhead. And um, where do you live? And I told him, he goes, that's a crackhead area. I'm pretty sure she went through your car and she fucking grabbed it. 
And then to me, I'm like, it's fucking it sounds shady as fuck, bro. You know, it sounds shady Shit. as fuck. And then I started thinking, yeah, there is fucking crackheads there. And he was like, let's meet up at the at the Starbucks in the city of Bell. I'm like, all right, cool. So I tell uh, one of my buddies, which is Gabriel's friend, I go, hey, bro, come with me. I'm going to go uh, get my phone. But he's a fucking cholo. And I remember someone had gave Gabriel a sword for fucking his birthday. <laughs> and I go, we'll take the sword, fool. And if I text you, that means to come out. If I call you, that means it's fucking all good. So we fucking go. We have the fucking sword. We're fucking ready, dog. Crazy, man. We're fucking ready, bro. So I go into Starbucks. And I'm like, all right, I'm looking for this big-ass fucking cholo, bro. And some dude comes up. And he goes, hey, you Alfred? I'm like, yeah. It ended up being a gay dude. The nicest motherfucker oh. ever, bro. I'm all like, hey, bro, how much how much money do you want? I'm going to give you money. He goes, no, no, just buy me coffee. I'm like, all right. So I bought this full coffee. And then I pulled up aside. I go, hey, bro, I thought you were a cholo. Why would you think the way you talk, motherfucker? Look, I'm going to fucking text my friend. He just come out with the fucking song. <laughs> he was like, what? And I go, yeah, we had a plan. If I text him, he'll come out. And if I call him, it's all good. I'm going to text him. And he's not going to know nothing. And I text him, come out with the sword for the Comes out fucking with a sword. And I go, you see, motherfucker? And he's like, he's like, let him stab me. Let him stab me. I'll let him win. <laughs> yeah, so that's fucking shit, dude. Man, that's a fucking good story, man. Yeah, yeah, I'm a fucking, his mom fucking straight out fucking Damn. jacked me, dog. And he was like, I knew it was too good for my mom to have. And she can't afford an iPhone. And I go, how'd you fucking find my number? And that's when he told me, when on the iPhone, if you go, go to contacts, the, the, your number's always on the top. Like, oh shit, I didn't even know that. I didn't know that either. I didn't even know that shit. I asked my 90 year old man, and he said, No, some help with my iPhone. What are you doing? My 90 year old sets me straight, man. You know what? Since we started doing uh, the podcast, and uh, when you're the administrator of the podcast, you get to see the number of how many uh, downloads and whatnot you get, right? Yes. And that thing's becoming addicting, you know, watching it like, all right, other people are listening, you know. I'm like, I'm like we, need, likes. we gotta get we gotta get more <laughs> listeners. We gotta get more listeners. Did you go through that Kiko? Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, you go through it like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh I was thinking that um I'm gonna make a sex tape like uh Paris Hilton and uh Kim Kardashian did get a little publicity, you know. So That's funny, dude. or 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 you know, if you don't listen I will release the sex tape. I'm going to train you with the sex tape. So if you guys are not listening over there, you know, you're going to release it, all right? Well, bro, I, uh, I don't know where you guys are at now, but I remember when you said, I mean, one of the episodes, you said how many um, listeners you guys have or you guys were averaging a week. That's good, dude. Yeah, you, you know what? We I, I send it out to, to who, you know whoever would listen to it and all the, but, you know. And you I, have to do that. Yeah, yeah, you, you yeah. got to do it. It's, it's pretty cool, you know? And, and I like it just because, if it was cool to have someone say, hey, man, that was pretty funny, you know, the fucking shit you said. Yes. You know? Like, uh, today when I'm leaving, my wife's like, hey, are you going to therapy? I go, yeah, baby, I'm going to go to therapy. I'll see you later. You know, that's, <laughs> what, she, funny, that's what she calls this therapy, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And it, it is. It's very, very therapy, dog. Yeah, yeah, no copay in here, you know? <laughs> <laughs> no, and you ask people to give you, like, their two cents about what they think. And uh, some people get really technical, man. And you're like, all right, you're going too far, bro. Now, we're just... We just get together and record bullshit, you know? Right, right. They want, like, intro music and proper introductions. I'm like, hey, man, maybe, you know, in a week or so. <laughs> well, the, th- the, you know, the app has intro music. I, you know what? Yeah, it's That's my fault, dude. That's my fault. I, I got to add the intro music. I was thinking of recording a little section because I was thinking of putting some other kind of music on there. Okay. Hopefully, I, uh, they don't get me for copyright laws, you know what I mean? <laughs> but I was going to throw some Too Short in there or, you know, some... Uh, a song the, of the week or something, Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So, some, something in there just, you know, 
say five seconds, I don't get sued, you know, right, I think you get right, sued right. at six or yes, whatever. Yeah. So I'll just throw something else in there. But it does have intro music. That's that's my bad, dude. I haven't done that, you know. So do I, rapping Tote for oh. you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, dude? For years, I knew that that's why he had the name, and I didn't know who gave it to him. Because I was like, yeah, yeah, we rapper, rapper, tor, rapper Forte yes. was out there, so they would call him Rapper Torte because of the tortas. And he would play and, it a lot and, too. And, yeah, you know? and then that that evolved into uh, Rapper Torch. Torte and Torch, and that's we still call him Torch. Yeah, so kind of. Uh, hey, you know what, bro? He fucking gave me eighty bucks one time, bro. Really? Yeah, yeah. It's cool, man. Why? He just I just saw him at, at Ordonez one time, and then we were talking. And then he goes, what do you do? And then I tell him, I, I, I do comedy. And he goes, do you get paid for that shit? And I go, no, not yet. But fucking soon, one day. And he goes, do you have a day job? And I go, no, no. And then he was like, Here, here's 80 bucks. And I always remember that shit, dog. That's um, cool, man. Do you remember when that was? Because I I kind of have an idea of when he had an abundance of money. He, I'll tell you, he had the new truck, the Titan. Oh, okay. That was a different time. Because yeah. I remember back in the days when, when we were younger, he had a different car. And there was a... Situation where he ran into a lot of money. I don't want to bring it up, you know. He yeah, ran into a lot of money, so I was gonna say maybe it was it, you know. No, because he text money. <laughs> no, because when he lent me the money, he was like, "Let me show you my new truck," and then he showed me that fucking new truck that he got. He parked it right there on Garfield, right? right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Uh. So I always give him credit for hey, if he fucking gave me any bucks, you know, I didn't, I didn't ask him for anything, and he just gave me any bucks. Like, oh, that's, that's cool, man. Cool. Dude, that guy for a while, man, he was um, he would he would tell us, "Hey, let's go have a beer." And so you have to tell your wife, baby, I'll see you tomorrow. Because you were up all night with that guy, man. Oh, yeah. yeah. Get you in trouble, man, you know? You know what, though? But, but he knew the spots. I remember, like, hey, I'm, uh, I'm going to go out with Torch to my wife, you know? And he goes, okay. Go out with Torch. We go to a, like, the, he would like the underground shit, you know? Yeah, it's like, we're going to go here. And then after that, we're going to go to a restaurant. Bars where you get in the back door kind yeah, of shit. You know? Yeah. And I remember going into a restaurant over there off of like Washington by where the UPS used yes. to be. Going in there and you're closed and you got everything. You you buy beer, you sit down and they're playing like old boxing videos there. Yes. And you know the, the one translator that does all the boxing matches? Like With the white hair? Like the yeah, red yeah, hair? Yeah, 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 yeah. That dude was in there uh, just chilling, watching boxing and we're there drinking beer and like, and like at 2, 3 in the morning. <laughs> like Dude, till like 5 in the morning, yeah. we're there buying beer and drinking beer, bro. And it was a restaurant. Yeah, wow. and we're like, we're like, what but the like hell? But like I said, you're going through a side door, you know. Right, and right, it was right. really cool. It was a hockey burgers. Or was that what it was? Yes. It's, yeah. it's already closed, so oh, okay. we That's could cool. talk about yeah. it now. All right. We're, we're, <laughs> we're not going to have nobody break our thumbs, you know. We're not, bro- we're not dropping dime? Huh? Yeah, we're <laughs> not dropping dime. You know, like we used to say in the old days, you know, when people call up on a, a, a house party to call the cops on you, you know. <laughs> hey, do you guys remember uh, that uh, Adam Sandler skit where he did on uh, Saturday Night Live where he works in an Italian restaurant and he's got that pepper, fresh pepper thing? The giant and, pepper and, and, pepper. and he's over there, you like it, the pepper? I remember that, man. Well, but back in the days, I, I know you guys remember when I used to, I, I saw that, I go, that's fucking funny. And that was just part of like a regular day shit, you know, just talking shit like, hey, Frankie, you like it, the pepper? And you know, you joke around like that, right? Right, right. Well, that became, you know, everything would say it all the time. And this oh, was in the mid-90s or something, huh? Uh, I would say like 95. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah 95. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it got so bad that nobody wanted to touch the pepper for a long time. <laughs> like, you want pepper in your, in your plate? Hell no, fool. What are you talking about? <laughs> you know, it came out like, like yeah. you're being taken out of the closet or something. Yeah, right? He turned it into a bad thing, right? Yeah, yeah like, whoa. <laughs> well, one time, uh, Kiko and I, I don't know how we ended up at, but we were at... The carnival on Rowan and uh, Third Street, the church, uh, they call it Lourdes, or people call yeah, it Lourdes, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. They had a carnival, you know, churches all have carnivals. Once a year, you Yeah. It? So we're there, and we're just checking it out, 
and we see a kid and he's got a Dr. Pepper hat and the doctor the hat says, you like the pepper? And I'm like, Kiko, that's badass. And I go, we got to get it. And so Kiko and I, we start chasing this kid, right? And the kid looks, ay, correle. We thought he chased him for the wrong reason. Yeah, we thought he were after his pepper. We're like, no, not that pepper. <laughs> so we're chasing this kid around the church. And, we're, oh. and this kid was quick. We lost him. And I'm like, man, I, wonder, I was going to offer like 10 bucks for the hat. And go, hey, man, you want the hat? Because uh, that'd be cool. Wearing the hat say, you like the pepper? You like the pepper? Yeah, and... Yeah, I didn't know you got it from the Saturday Night Live, fool. Yeah, that was that was Adam Sandler. It was, it's a funny skit, dude. The SNL, uh, the the pepper shaker, and and, and the the they usually had uh, like a theme. The theme of that was technology taking away your job mm. because they got like automatic paper things, you know, like at the restaurant. So therefore, they eliminate his job. But they didn't say how awful he was at being a pepper boy. Right, you know? right, yeah. right. He, he put the pepper in people's yeah, faces. Yeah, right, right between his legs, yeah. and he's shaking back and forth, and he's <laughs> liking the pepper, you know. Yes. Hey, fool! You remember one time? Uh, we went to uh, to Ordonez and uh, I think I don't know I'm, I'm I'm probably saying it wrong, but we were sitting in Fernando's booth or his chair or Fernando was sitting in your chair, and Fernando and somebody said somebody said you were there, Kiko. Yeah, I, I tell the story. I tell the story all yeah. the time. And then hold on, let me see. Let me go, see go, if go, I go. remember. And then they said they said, uh, "Hey, Fernando said if you move or if I move, he'll buy you beer." And then you said, "Go tell Fernando if." I'll buy him beer if he shuts up or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's, that's what happened. What was it, though? We're sitting that in the corner seat. That, that corner, seat. corner seat by the window. Uh-huh. That's, that, was, that was a spot I'd like to sit there. I'm not going to call it my spot right. because it was open to the public, but that's where I'd like to sit. Right. Fernando, well, let's make sure we know who it's out. Fernando Valenzuela. Fernando Valenzuela. Pitcher for the Dodgers. Used to golf across the street at Quiet Canyon. And uh, after he was done, him and all his buddies would come across to Ordonez, have some beers. So they sit down and have beers. And Fernando always liked the same spot I was at. Mm. So back in back in those days, that's when I was doing a lot of my like fucking competitive drinking. You know what I mean? That's when <laughs> I was I was fucking hardcore, dude. They even named the plate after me that Ordonez. I remember that too. Yeah, still there to this day. Yeah. So I have my name on it. So I'm in there. I'm in his seat, and because Fernando does not get his seat, he doesn't. They don't. No one sits at the bar. There's a little round table for like four people. And there, I'm going to say seven people all around the freaking table, just sitting there. The top table. All the table. Everybody's kind of like standing up, kind of grabbing their beer from the middle, you know. And I'm, I'm the only one at the bar. And, no, you know, it, it, there's a bunch of seats. No yes. one's there sitting there. And uh, one of the guys comes over. He goes, hey, Fernando says uh, he'll buy you a beer if uh, you let him have his spot. I go, you know what, Tom Fernando? Uh, I'll buy him a beer if he shuts up. <laughs> and uh, the fucking dude like, whoa, shit. And he took it, right? Yeah, he, yeah. Took it. he took yeah. the beer. Because I remember he went like that to us or something. Yeah. I, 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 you know, I, used to, uh, I used to give uh, Chinook and Danny a hard time about it because they would always take Fernando's seat, bro. Uh-huh. I tell him, bro, that's my one of my childhood idols, man. Leave him the fuck alone, you know? <laughs> and these guys would do it on purpose. I remember once we were at a different table. And they saw Fernando walking in. These fuckers ran to his seat, you know? <laughs> I was fucking assholes, bro. You know, you know what's crazy, too? Like, a lot of times, he, he had, like, this little, like, Caucasian dude with a suit. Uh-huh. And everybody said it was his bodyguard. He had an earpiece and everything. And and that guy drove his uh, white old Nissan Altima, and Fernando was on the passenger seat. And I thought he was one of those guys that were broke, you know? Uh-huh. Professional athletes. I mean, you hear about it all the time. They're broke. So I felt bad for them. And being a delivery guy, I got to deliver to his house. Fernando's house? On Los Feliz, bro. Oh, I thought he lived like an HP or something. No, he lives on Los Feliz. Huge oh. house, bro. And he has a, he had all these luxury cars in his in his driveway. I'm like, man, that fucker was undercover in East LA, you know? Yeah. So, you know, so nobody picks him off or whatever, you know? You know, he, um, he, he, uh, 
he fucked up because he did this thing where the Dodgers can't sell his jersey. Oh really? Yeah, he owns all his rights all his on his jersey and shit like that. Well, it sucks, but good for him, you know. <laughs> No, because what would you rather do? Would you rather sell like a million jerseys? Like get 50%? Yeah, or sell like 50 and get the whole thing. Well, uh, you uh, at professional athletes, most of the time get the raw end of the stick. So anytime any athlete gets a win, even though it's a shitty one like that financially, yeah. you know, he, he got something, you know, even if it's pride. Because <laughs> my brother works at the Dodger store and he says they can't, they can't sell his jerseys. That people come in, they go, hey, can you put for another? No, we can't. Dodgers and letters. Man. That's no that's the only jersey that they don't sell is Fernando shit. Oh, that's I, I consider that a win. You know, because everybody out I think got screwed. I'm telling most most athletes, man, they get you know, they get taken advantage of and they end up with nothing, you know, so I'll give it to him. But he has a sick house, luxury cars in the driveway. Right. And you know what? I was trying to get his autograph because he was my childhood idol and they would never open the gate. I would hit the intercom, throw it over the fans. So one time I had a. And was it him saying it? Uh, well, it sounded like him or a lady, right? Uh huh. So one time I had a, a like a box of bats, you know, four feet tall, like a a foot square. So you know, you move them around, you hear bats. Right. So I go, all right, motherfuckers, I'm gonna throw this over the fence, right? So I, I picked up speed, you know, to get towards the fence, and a little lady runs out. No, no lo tires. So I'm like, I'm like, uh, necesito una firma. And she goes, yo lo firmo, soy su mamá. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and the funny thing, the, the other driver that delivers it, he said that the mom is also the maid, you know, like. Oh, shit. Yeah, so so she signed for the, the bats, you know, but I was going to throw it over the fence because nobody ever wanted to come out, you know. Uh-huh. And, get a, and put a signature down, you know. You know what? I, I got his autograph when I was there at Ordonez. I was there working uh, one day, and I had my, uh, my work truck. So I pulled my hard hat out, and he signed the inside of my hard hat. And he was cool with me, you know. I guess I guess he respected me for holding my ground and not, you know, bowing down to him and saying, "Here, go ahead and sit down." You know what I mean? So yes. he, he went and signed it up for me, and he he was cool, man. He was a cool dude. Yeah, yeah. I have a ball signed by him too. Uh-huh. Hey, um, you know, Kiko, right here you have a, a, a like a parties. I've been to a couple of your uh, your things, and you always get a taco guy. Do you guys remember what we did before we had taco guys? Because, you know, Taco Guys got really famous. Like, I mean, real popular in the last, like, 10 years, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, but you know, you go buy your own plancha over there on a, on Olympic, I and Alameda. A, yeah, oh, yeah, you got one. Every time we have anything, we do tacos outside, you know? I, 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 I'm usually cool? the volunteer. Hey, thank you, man. I, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I love grilling, dude. I, if, oh, if, you, if you're going to plancha, dude, I'll grow, dude. I okay, love okay, doing okay. this. Therapeutic, otra vez, you know? <laughs> yeah, but why is I going to go to therapy? <laughs> it is. I enjoy it. But do you guys remember before that was around? What what, what did we do before? Uh, our prof- parents would fucking cook. Yeah, yeah. mole yeah. was a thing. Or grill. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I birria like, too, no? Birria, arroz, and well, frijoles. Well, you see, my mom them does birria and tamales for everything. Birria and tamales. Yeah. Any holiday, birthdays, anything. Birria and tamales. Birria and tamales, huh? For everybody. Yeah. Hey, his mom's a, a really good cook. And when uh, we were younger, well, uh, we go to his house and uh, two of his kids had the birthday at the same time. So I go over and it was like a double birthday and I'm like fuck it, coming in with two <laughs> coming in with two fucking gifts. I go, fuck I'm gonna I'm gonna eat a lot, man. I'm buying two gifts from one part and sit out. I would eat a bunch of food and stop and eat again and take some to go. Frank, I bought two gifts, fucker. Right? No, no, I remember that. I remember somebody pointing it out like, man, you know you're eating a lot. And he goes, forget you guys, bro. I, I bought Jordans. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what it is? Jordans is a good gift because when they're small. They're like like twenty five bucks, thirty bucks, right? After yeah. size six, I'm after size it. six, they're like you're not getting them no more. Need a but coupe. before that, I used to buy Jordan. Like, Here you go. I'm eat a shitload of food. I'm gonna right, take. Right, right. I'm gonna take some home. <laughs> I don't. Really, I don't remember, bro. What we used to eat before, dude. 
Did you think they ordered pizzas or no? No, that wasn't pizzas. Uh, you I, know, the, that was towards our young adulthood when uh, a lot of us started having families. Uh-huh. And they would do a party. They would buy those giant boxes of fried chicken. Either like Albertsons, you know, Vons. Right, right. That, I think that's our fail. <laughs> Or our young adults halfway, half-ass way. Oh, you know what we used, to, you know what we used to get? We used to get those big ass sandwiches from the Mexican bakeries. I, okay, I can't remember six that. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, the big six footers. It was all bread, and yes. you buy them by, and then you you have to like a ten dollar deposit for the piece of wood with the aluminum around it. Yes, and you go and return it. That's what we used to eat. You know, that I think has gone out of style, or no one needs it anymore because everybody's going with. Yeah, I, I have my own my own plancha, and I'm making yeah. my own tacos at home now. That's the yeah. thing now. I waiting for you to get one, Kiko. I don't. I don't like cooking, bro. Like I told you, dog. I get your back. How much does that shit cost? The planchas? Yeah, a couple hundred bucks. Couple. What, what do you pay for a taquero? Three fifty. Uh, two fifty. Two fifty. Shit. One of those. One of those things will cover uh, the like the, the cost of it. You know. But but he ran out. <laughs> See, uh, when I have tacos for everybody, right? You spend like say a hundred fifty bucks, hundred forty bucks on, on the meat. meat. Okay. And everybody eats as much as they want, and then you have like a few containers for the week. You know. I'm a leftover guy, so I'll do omelets with like carne asada one oh, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Chicken, omelets with chicken the yeah. other day. The stuff that kind of like hurts is the the pork, you know, the al pastor, because you know pork doesn't like it. I kind of feel like a, like bloated, you know, when you eat too much pork. But the chicken, the meat, bro, omelets all week, man, you know. Yeah. It's like it's like turkey, bro. When you have turkey, you start making the turkey tamales, fucking turkey caldos, <laughs> enchiladas, everything, enchiladas. And my, my wife's a big turkey fan, dude. Big turkey fan. She tried introducing that to me, and I, oh man, I don't know. It's it's really it's hard. The the turkey albondigas. Yes. Oh man, I, I couldn't do that. I, like I could tell those are not real big. And he's fat, you know. Yeah, hey. yeah. There's, there's 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 no swamp floating on yeah, top. You, you know. Fat floating on I the, the yeah, I need that, man. I need that. What about like turkey bacon and all that shit too? No, I, no? I, I can't take turkey bacon. You know what she did for me on was chorizo. Um, the yeah, the fake chorizo, dude. So it got me too, man. The soy chorizo, she got me, and then he, he, you know where where I kind of realized that I was eating the wrong shit. I'm eating and. You know, like after like two burritos, she's like looking at me, and I'm like, "Something's what? up." Yeah, what, what are you looking at? What's going on? She's like, "Gotcha, motherfucker! Those are fake, oh, bitch!" And then you ate them again. Uh, you know what? And, and I allowed it. You know what I mean? If, I, if you get away with it, I'll eat it because it's good for me, and I can't tell. You know, but the the, the turkey albondigas can yes. can uh-huh. can do that, and and I can tell when when she makes like turkey lasagna or she's a turkey i guess how it's not the same recipe you know that's you know and i'll tell her I go, hey you know that stuff like that, that that shit on top of the i go leave it in there leave it in there baby she goes no that's, that's, that's like flavor. The, that's like the word i go leave it in there and she'll get it she'll scoop it out and put it on like a little like a little cup like a oh, coffee old cup jar or old jar yeah a, she'll put it in there later. yeah and I, like, i'll get a tortilla and kind of dip it in there you know and eat it. That's, that's where all the flavors at you know yeah you know the 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 turkey bacon yeah we we use a like a cupcake thing and you wrap the turkey and you drop eggs in there and bake it. Yeah, I see that. Like little snackers, yeah. you know what I mean? Those things are perfect. Because my mom used to make the um, frijoles puercos with chorizo and, and oh, bacon. Oh, that's mm-hmm. the best. Yeah, but now that, that I don't eat that shit, so she makes it with soy riso and, um, and turkey bacon. Damn. And it kind of it kind of Close tastes enough, right? Close, Close enough. enough. Yeah. It's where you're not going to know the difference, but you're going to be like, oh, Doña Mari was off today. Yes. She was off today. That's 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 the that's the difference. But it's good, bro. I like that. Sh- I like soy. I like soy a lot too. And then like, the turkey fucking meatballs and shit like that. That shit's good, dog. You know what? When that's you, a little bit healthier. When you know it's good for you, and you're you're you know the rest of your lifestyle is going that direction. 
But me, I'll eat whatever I want for lunch, and then I get home, my wife wants to feed me that. I'm like, oh, man, you know, it's kind of hard. But if I had the focus where the rest of my life was like that, yeah. then it wouldn't be an issue. But, man, it's hard. It's hard when you, when you know, you're not it's into it. It's more expensive, too, bro. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it's yeah. More yeah, fucking yeah. expensive, And, though. you know, and then she goes to different stores to get different foods, and I go, man, it's, you paid a lot for that, baby. You go, yeah. Remember back you. in the days when we used to go to the supermarket with our parents, and we used to come out with the fucking shitload, like, for 50 bucks, you yeah, know, remember? Yeah, yeah. And they would buy stuff for like two weeks. Yeah, yeah. A week or two, you know? Yeah, and now fucking 50 bucks, bro, you get fucking three days, if that. Hey, Kiko, I haven't seen you post any uh, any pictures from the gym. What's going on? Not going to the gym anymore? No, I, I fucked on my back. Remember I told you I fucked on my back? Uh, doing what? Fuck, I don't know. You know what? Uh, usually that has to do a lot with the dehydration. Hey, there you go. The, the Mexican in us. Uh, hey, drink, drink water, Kiko, and then put some... I felt like I wasn't stretching. So uh, I kept I kept fucking going to the gym without stretching until one day I fucking I fucked it up and I took something for it and it was uh that same day where I took something for it we had um Gabriel's rap party for his Netflix show and I was all dancing drinking having a good time and the next day bro it was fucking over dog yeah uh, it was fun, yeah it was like your feet were up in there <laughs> yeah it was fucking over but I went today this week I went uh, I went three times. Oh, okay. Yeah, I finally started going back, dude. But fuck, oh. I, I felt bad not going to the fucking gym, especially around these fucking times, you know? Yeah, this is this is the worst time right now to go. And once you fuck up your back, bro, it's over. Yeah, yeah. You know? You can't do shit. You can't lay down right. You can't stand right. You can't shit right. You're so working on like an old man, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, the reason I was asking was because uh, had, I had talked in a previous podcast where um, I had did the Rosarito race, the, the bike ride. And I failed miserably, dude. I, I was very disappointed in myself. I just, this I, past uh, time you went? Uh, yeah, it was in September. September. Okay. And I did it. Well, I didn't do it. I started it. And I remember uh, a couple of weeks ago, I'm looking through my wallet. I was I forgot what I was getting now. Uh-huh. And then there was the little cutout that you get from your, your bib. It says metal. You went and finish that. You give it to them, and they give you a medal for it, right? And I'm looking at it. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, I threw it away, and I'm like, motherfucker, dude. I, 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 I disappointed myself, dude, because fucking ten years ago, man, I used to run that thing. But you got a medal. No, no, I, I wasn't gonna. No, claim you, you claimed that little tag for your at medal. The end, at the yeah, yeah. I didn't make it to the finish line. Oh, okay. I didn't make it. I thought line. everybody gets the fucking as long as you give it to them. No, they do, but I wasn't gonna do it. I didn't want the medal. If I didn't finish it, the race. No I wasn't gonna that, man. No honor in that, dude. <laughs> It's so, kind of like fucking Little League and T-ball now, right? Everybody yeah, gets a trophy. Everybody yeah, gets a uh, well, participation <laughs> ribbon, you know? Nah, I wasn't going to claim it. I go, fuck that. Hey, I, just I, like I RJ, you should keep that as a reminder and put it somewhere you touch every day. Oh, yeah. <laughs> my weenie or what? <laughs> Stick it on there, bro. Stick it on, yeah. Uh, it's rubbing <laughs> off. It's rubbing <laughs> hey, off. But, hey, Shalou, ever since I knew you, you play weird ass or you do weird ass sports and weird shit, dog. Yeah. Like shit that, that, that no one will know that you do. Well, like you, you were good at ping pong. Good in ping pong, really good at pool too. But and soccer, fool, remember? Yeah, remember? I was a goalie. Yeah, you were the yeah, goalie. No, fuck Henry. I can't remember playing. Nobody, not yet. I mean, you were kicking the nobody. And I was the like, beauty of a cat, huh? Yeah, yeah, that was my thing. Yeah, that was my thing back and in the day. I used to walk around with a paddle, fool. I, 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 I bought my own paddle, dude. Yeah, I'm Pato yeah. and I used to well, fucking that, He owes that to the boys club you know, he, he was always in the game room, you know? Yeah, that was, that was my thing. We were all playing sports on the outside and he was inside, you know, playing his uh, ping pong and pool and all that stuff, you know? Yeah, and, and then when the, you told me that, that you do biking, I'm like, fuck, I would have never fucking guessed, bro. You know what? Frankie got me into biking. Frankie, uh, he goes, yeah, we're doing this uh, bike race over there. And I go, fuck, I want to do that. It looks like fun. And I think what sold it was like, he goes, at the, at the finish line, all we do is drink beer and, and eat food and tacos. And I'm like, in Ensenada, I go, fucking sold, you, you know, You know how I got a lot of people into cycling? 
uh, I was like 350 pounds. I'm like, I finished the race. They're like, really? And anybody could do it. <laughs> <laughs> I think that was a little motivation. Like, yeah, you're yeah. really heavy and you, you, you're alive, you know? Yeah, yeah. That, 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 that helped me out too because, well, not to talk shit. No, no, no. Well, especially it, especially because I knew true. that you were heavy, you know? Like, hey, I think I could do it. But when you showed me the finish line and oh, all man. The, the pictures that begins partying, I go. I want to be at the party, but I gotta ride my bike there. Yes. So we we so we started doing uh started doing the race, but this last race here, like I said, I felt miserably, dude. And I felt terrible, and like I said, I pulled that 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 metal coupon or that metal uh, yes. redemption thing out of my wallet, and I'm looking at it, and I go, wow, man. I go, I, I I didn't make it this time. I've always made it, and and that that that, that kind of bothered me, dude. So uh, after the New Year's, you know, the, maybe the second week of January, I'm going to start training for the next ride, which well, is May. Uh, May, like the sequel of my weekend. I think it's May 4th. Yeah. So there's email. one in May and September? Yeah. yeah you it, know, it, the, it, the two big holidays down there? Uh-huh. Cinco de Mayo, and September Mexican 16th. You know what's cool about it is that they always have, that's usually when boxing has its big fights. Right, right. And, and we would always go stay at the, uh, well, we would stay at uh, the Tijuana uh, Marriott. Go do the race, come back, and if they want to marry, I'd have these big, big like TVs, a sports bar. Sports mm-hmm. bar. We go watch the fight there for free and drink beer after after the, the game, which is always cool. Cause after after the bike race, which is always cool. So this year I plan to to freaking finish it. You know, yes. I don't want to win, but I'm gonna finish it. You know? And that was the only race that you didn't finish from all the years that you've gone. That I did well, yeah, because this is the the, the hardest one. You know, I've done um, like the alley. Uh, Alley Marathon, that oh, one was pretty easy. Had a bike ride, yes. Yeah, we did the, the tour to Palm Springs. That one was that was kind of hard. It was like sixty something miles. Fifty five. Yeah, fifty five miles. That was kind of hard, and that's the only one I didn't finish. Mm. But you know what? I, I know why. I didn't train for it. I you know. I hey, and, and is that the video that you posted on your Instagram? Oh, do you guys saw the pictures where where I'm by by my car and I got the bikes? No, it was a video fool when you're walking back. And your wife oh no no no! Like, that's the one I oh hold on, no. that's the one I did finish. Oh, where, okay. where my when where my wife had finished, and it shows me walking in, right? Mm-hmm. That was May Cinco de Mayo. Oh, yeah, that was Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, one? yeah. Yes. Uh, my wife's birthday is uh, the fourth of May. Is it right? Somewhere on there. Yeah, on the bike I, race. I, 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 we'll, we'll figure it out. So my wife's birthday. So she likes doing the race oh, every okay. year. So she's like, I'm 44 years old, and I did another 50 mile bike ride. You know, so she does it, and I I had a you know I was the last one in. That's why you see that video of me walking in all tired and shit. Right, yeah. right, right. Fifty miles—that's a lot, bro. You know what the, the mileage? That is mileage, it twenty-five going and twenty-five coming back, or is it? No, no, no it's, it's, it, it's 50, one way. But, fi- but fifty miles is not a lot. It, it, it's not. It's the hills that get you. Okay. If it was to be a straight shot, right? It, people wouldn't do it because it wouldn't be a challenge. So the, mm. the hill in the middle is two point three miles, and you're going it's straight just, out, dude. You're going straight up, and it's hey, heart, heartbreaking. And you said it's a, uh, by Ensenada. Uh, you, you start in, in Rosarito, right in front of the Rosarito Beach Hotel, uh-huh. and you, you go over to, um, like, Papa's in Beer in Ensenada. Oh, I thought you guys were going up the fucking, the Rumbo Rosa <laughs> way. No. No, 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 no. <laughs> That would be like, it's another to Mexicali. Yeah. Have you guys, did you guys ever go to the Rumbo Rosa? Driving, yes. Yeah, that shit was fucking scary, Especially, bro. Uh, I did it as a kid, and I remember they tell you all these horror stories. And you look over the cliff and there's a lot of buses and cars all burned up. Or but you know what they do when the buses... I don't know how the buses get down there, but whenever they get down there, they take the name off. So you won't see the fucking name of that fucking bus. Bro. <laughs> really? Yeah. It's going to hurt business, bro. Yeah, it's going to hurt fucking business, bro. Going over in the Tres Estrellas, bro. Yeah. Yeah. And they go down and they put a different name on it. <laughs> yeah. Greyhound. 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 Metro. <laughs> yeah, I rode the bus down there in Mexico for a while, man. Yeah, me too, bro. And, um... Uh, you know the the second marriage thing for moms. We were back and forth like TJ and Sinaloa and stuff like right, that. Right, right. 
So right. Hey, you remember fucking going to the to the bus stops and you had to pay twenty five cents for fucking toilet paper? Bus stops? Yeah. Well, when, you when, mean when, at the station? At the station? Yes, yeah, I remember that. Yeah, that's just fucking crazy, huh? And per square, no? And per square, bro. <laughs> no, yeah, no, 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 like two squares for a quarter. Yeah, like, here's a dollar, take a toro, <laughs> right? <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no, like, it's, there's it's always a lady there. right there. And right? they still do that, man. That's fucking crazy. Uh, you know, we vacationed in uh, Cancun. Uh-huh. And we rode around, uh, uh, like, we got our car rental and we, we drove around. And a lot of those gas stations, they charge you. I mean, they, it was five pesos now. Right, right. Which is, I don't even know how much is that in dollars, but we had to pay for the for the restroom in front to give you stuff, you know, <laughs> toiletries, you know? Yeah, it, down in Los Angeles, same, the same way, you know. Every, everything you do, everything you need, there's always going to be a charge to you know. You go to the restroom and, you know, propina and, you know, they always charge you for whatever, the other necessities. Even if they rename it, right? Propina. Yeah, you know, it's the same Donation. Shit. Or, taco, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That was hustle, man. Yeah. I got pulled over last year in Mexico in TJ for tinted windows. Really? Yeah. I hear that's illegal down there. Yeah. 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 That's the reason why they got me. Hey, I hear that's illegal. And I hear like people getting uh, threatened. I'm going to tow your car away. That's or... what they did to me. Really? They yeah. towed it away? Or? No, they're, 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 that's what they're threatening to me. Really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. shit. You know, usually I park my, I park my car. When, when I, I never stopped in TJ. I haven't been in TJ for... Years, I pass by there, go straight over to Rosarito. We, my wife had to stay at the Rosarito Beach Hotel or at the Puerto Nuevo uh, Resort and Villa. We like staying there, so we, we never get any, we get hassled for the... We were going to Puerto Nuevo. Oh, were you? Oh, no, we're coming back. We're coming back from Puerto Nuevo. That's when they fucking stopped me, dog. Really? They pulled yeah, you over? They fucking oh, pulled me over, dog. They pulled me over, and they told me, you know why I'm pulling you over? And I said, no. He goes, you have tinted windows. Like, what the fuck does that mean? I you know. can't have tinted windows. You can only have tinted windows from, from Mexicali on. Really? Yeah, and that's how they, they fucking, um, they get you for the feria, because they know everybody from Cali comes, and everyone from Cali has fucking tinted windows, and I was there with my buddy, and I go, hey, check the phone, fool, check the the laws here, and she goes, yeah, sure enough, it popped up, you, know, you can't have tinted windows here. How much was the mordida? I get that for 300 bucks. So. Oh, man. Yeah. Only because he fucking scared the shit out of me, dog, oh, man. you know? Yeah, but it was fucking funny, though, bro, it was fucking, I, you know how I smoke cigars? So I had my little fucking, uh, my little humidor back there, and he thought that that was a gun, fool. He no thought, yeah, he thought it was a gun, because the case kind of looks like, it looks black. Like and shit like, yeah. And he goes, y la pistola? Just like that. And I was like, que? Y la pistola? And then he was like, fucking grab me this pistola. <laughs> like, what pistola? Get this pistola. I said, no tengo pistola. Y la pistola? Like, what the fuck? This is fucking confusing me. It was yeah. like, what else? And I was it's like, a trick question. What the hell? Yeah. And then he goes, tienes ahí and this and that. I go, donde, donde? And then he showed me, no, that I opened some cigarros and shit. <laughs> you know, but it was fucking crazy. I was scared, bro, because he goes, yeah, you could, yeah, I could tow you away and it's going to be more and esto y el otro. And I'm like, fuck, bro. I go, ¿cuánto quieres, güey? And he goes, dame 300. I go, fuck, dog. Yeah, that was open for negotiation, you know what I mean? But you know what, though? You were not prepared, though. No. That's another thing. No. Before, you could, can you say no? No, no. The thing is, uh, like you, it was my you, first you, time. you can't show money, right? Right. Before no, I would, but he went through my shit already. I would, I would always have, uh, like, a, a hundred or, like, 50 bucks on the side. Right. So, and nothing in your wallet. You can't have money in your wallet because they're going to get your ID and stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's open for negotiation, but you got to say, like, you know, this is all I have, you know? And you can't let them see any other money. If they see all your money, they're going to want all your money, you know? Yeah. So, you know, you're, you're not prepared, you know? So, yeah. I mean, they got you, you know? Yeah. At least you walk, bro. You know, that's all that happens, you know? Shit and then happens. he got mad because I tried to give it to him like that. And he got mad. He goes, no, hay cámaras. 
le digo, cómete los dos, hijos. Go to your trunk, abre tu cajuela y ponnos ahí nomás. Y vamos a estar como estamos platicando. Y de ahí, I'm getting jacked that I had to do this stupid you know, shit, bro. Hey, you know what? You should have put 200 bucks. He goes, y lo demás, I go, it's a uh, transaction fee, cabrón. <laughs> They fucking got me good. Yeah, you want to prepare, so ain't no ni modo, man. They it's fucking, crazy. And you hear stories out of the fuck, I'll never get busted, but straight up, fucking tinted windows, that's what fucking got me, dog. That sucks, man. And they're just out there trying to look for fools, bro. Yeah. I remember he fucking came around and he was fucking driving around and he goes, fuck, let's stop these motherfuckers. Hey, you know, and you got a lot of the it's usual suspects, all the, the traviesos that are going down there. Yeah, go in and get them. But you got, you know, families and whatnot. Let them be because, you know, they're going down to Rosarito. They're here to bring money, you know, bring money down and, and you know, keep the economy going. Because I don't even remember uh, about 10 years ago when all that shit was going on in Tijuana and everybody was scared to go down there. Yes. I, I did the bike race with Shorty that one time. It was just Shorty and I. Uh, we went down there. We did the race. And the race was empty, dude. I mean, mm. you know, usually you got like, I think I seen it up to like 10,000, 12,000 people. We're down there. Shorty and I are like real close to the front of the line. And we're like, is this all? Man, it's all of us. It was during that scare. And we got to the finish line and nobody was there. So, they, the, the, you know, shit like that scares people. You know, yes. scares, especially the white people. They're fucking scared as shit, you know. So well, he, the American people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Forget the race, bro. Like I, I remember, I didn't go to TJ for like seven years or so for the same reason, you know. Because no matter what, I always get singled out out of a crowd, you know, for whatever reason. I don't know my nice tan. You know? <laughs> I'm bald. I don't know why. It's always you come here, you know. And like, what the hell? What did I do now? You know. Mm-hmm. Even now, when I go, a lot of times they pull me over in the inspections, going out, you know. Right, right. And I'm like, well, again, like really? And you know, they check your car. And, that's because you, you, look, you look like fucking you could be anything, fool. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm telling you, I get that a lot. Like, yeah. what are you, man? Filipino, and, you know? Fat Filipino, small Hawaiian. I'm yeah. like, wait, what do you mean small? <laughs> so I'm in the restroom taking an equal. Right. You, you can pass for a lot of shit, fool. So they always ask me that, like, what are you or get is, you know? For whatever reason. Or, or they'll say, like, why, why are you laughing? Why are you smiling? You know, are you going to do something? I'm like, what the hell? And so you're going to do something? Yeah, that yeah. was something like, why are you laughing? Or why are you smiling? You know, are you going to do something? Or, right, right. Or like, something about what? Like, just something. And, you know, it, it always starts like that, you know? Yeah. So, so that's why, it, for that same reason, when all the crime stuff was going on in TJ, I didn't go because, like I said, I always got singled out of a crowd anywhere, anywhere, LAPD, anywhere, you know? Hey, you know what? Uh, people got to realize that. It, it's safe down there, and they they take care of their tourists. Yeah. Because if they don't, they lose out a lot, you know? Yes. They lose a lot. It, there was a time when... um. I, I was trying to get my wife to go on there. When she first started doing the bike races, I go, I go, I go, go to her and say, she goes, no, I'm worried. I go, I go, just go, go do this once. We go down there and we're doing the bike race and we're passing by a lot of the big hotels, you know, on the right side. And during the bike race, all those big hotels, all the, the tenants, they're not, well, they're not hotels. They're like townhomes and, you yes. know, and, and high rises. All, all the people that are there, they come down and they sit down outside to watch us go by. And then my, as my wife and I are riding by, I go, look, I go, look to your right. I go, I go, that white lady looks like she's got a lot of fucking money. I go, look at the diamond on her, on her hand. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, go, I, go, I go, look. I go, so if anything, worst case is they're going to kidnap them before they take us. I go, worst case, they might ask me to hop and kidnap her. You know, we might, <laughs> we might be at the wrong place at the wrong time. Are you thought it was okay, but it's a chokehold, you know, headlock, <laughs> throw them in there. And then we fucking finish the bike race. I go, but, you know, and then when my wife saw that, all the people that were there, and she's like, oh, it's it's fine. I go, we're we're at the end of the list. You know what I mean? <laughs> These got to get really really hard before they even fuck with us. You know? Right, right. And and after after that, she 
got comfortable with it. Yes. You know, I got comfortable. She started frequently going over there. You know, just, uh, I don't know if, uh, it just, everybody make that crime scene look better, like worse than it, what it right, was, right. you know? It's kind of like East LA. People are scared of it, but I mean, if you don't look for it, like you, sh- sh- you shouldn't have a problem. Yeah, and and, and you, you got to worry about how you look, and you know, because it's not really not really whether you have bad intentions. Is whether the weak feel threatened. That's what mm. it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I remember Frankie. Frankie told me once a long years ago. I don't even remember this. He goes, he goes, he goes. The cholos are the weak ones because. They got to get together in groups to feel protected. Remember that, right? Yes. He goes, those are the weak ones, dude. And, and so, like, like, I, like I just said, I know, uh, the, weak, the weak feel threatened by you because, uh, you know, they don't know you. You right, know? right. So it, it's it's really about them being threatened, not that we're threatening them. It's how we look. And, you know, they you, you frighten them and they fucking go to a frenzy, you know? And so you got you to worry about them, you know? Not, bring, not, not, yeah, bring out the heat, you know? Hey, what do you think kept you away from gangs, Frankie? Uh, my mom's right hand, right cross. <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, think it was, I think it was the gancho, gancho aligado. Yeah, you know, well, actually, you know, that and uh, uh, from a little kid on, my mom would always tell me, like, a man stands in his own two feet. You don't need anybody else for protection. You should mm-hmm. always be able to protect yourself, you know? Right, right. So that, and uh, also, as I saw more and more friends getting into gangs, I noticed that they, their gangs were their boss. Like, the gangs would tell them, you can't talk to these people, you can't go over here, you can't do this, you got to right, order that. Right, right. And I'm like, like, what's the point of that, you know? Like, yeah. that didn't make any sense to me. And then, uh, also, I played a lot of sports. So, when you're into sports, you're around, it's like, you know, right, a, lot, right. a lot of stuff, it just goes by, you know? How about you, Kiko? How, you didn't get into that? Because you were, you were in there when... You know, yeah, they, yeah. You, you were in the, in the middle of it, you know? As a teenager, too. You know? yeah, yeah, you were, you were young, and uh, your brothers were, were older, you know? Probably going to the boys club and just hanging out with you guys, probably. Because, I mean, it's funny. Our block, either you were a cholo or you hung out with us, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's how the fucking, our street was. And yeah. I don't know, but just like at a young age, not wanting to. I mean, I didn't mind hanging out with them, but I never wanted to fucking join. I, like, yes. I would wear white shirts and baggy pants. I was down with that, but I never wanted to fucking go fucking full throttle, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, check it out. Back, uh, back when we were uh, younger, they had... Um... There was a uh, Gage and Hicks, and they, they, they you know, they go back and forth, right? And I remember hanging out right there on Winter and Townsend, right there where David lived in the corner. There was one house up; it was that greenhouse, very, very old yeah, greenhouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, they would hang out there. It was uh, Hicks would hang out there, and you know, I was uh, like a friend of everybody's. You know, you walk around, you see, had everybody. Right. So I'm there, and I'm I'm hanging out, and um, Hicks is there, and I'm bullshitting with them because you know I grew up with them. Then uh, Gage comes by. They get off their cars and they fucking start fucking going at it, you know, slapping people around. And then the, the main head for uh, Gage is like, hey, Chinook, you know, be careful, dude. Don't don't be hanging out with these guys, you know. He knew I was a part of them, right. but he knew I was a friend of everybody, you know. He goes, don't be fucking hanging out with these guys. This guy's name was Woofy. Funny story about Woofy was, I remember a, a couple of podcasts ago, we were talking about... You guys are calling me Booker. Remember Booker? <laughs> well, back in the days when that show Booker came out, this guy Wolfie, he was he's the head of Gage, right? He was, a, they call him a Wolfie, right? And he was like the big shot. Back before he was in the gangs, he was a rocker. He had the tight pants and whatnot. Regular dude, regular dude. And uh, one day I'm walking and he looks and he goes, hey, dude, you look like Booker. I'm like, what? You look like Booker. And ever since then, he, you know, people started calling me Booker because of this dude, right? Wow. Right? Yeah, because of, and, you know, uh, I think, rest in peace. I think he's uh, not around anymore, you know? But because of that dude, they fucking call me uh, Booker. Booker. For, yeah, <laughs> that was a funny name, dude. But um, 
But yeah, yeah. He goes, hey, dude, don't be hanging out. I go, I was like, all right, you know, you know, whatever. You know, I didn't, I don't want to say fuck no because he got all his buddies yeah. with him, you know, all his followers. I was like, all right, cool, you know. But yeah, they, they go be going at it all the time, you know. You know, playing sports all over East LA, man, uh, it saved me a lot of times because I would play in, in other parks in East LA. Uh huh. So a lot of time, the people you play sports against, they're from the local gangs, you know. Right, right. So a lot of time when you're walking and you come up to the gang and they have bad intentions. Somebody would always come out of the back of the crowd like, hey, I know this guy, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, all right, get the fuck out of here, you know, and just keep walking. You, you know? know what? All you got to do is know one dude and that's it, you know? Yeah, it's, yeah. Uh, you know, got you out of a lot of trouble just because you play gang, I mean, play gangs, play sports, and they know you, you know? They know you're not from nowhere, no? All right. Well, um, we're at the, the end of our episode, and uh, we want to show hey, you... Uh, quick, fool? Yeah, that was quick. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We want to uh, say thanks to uh, Kiko for uh, joining us. Thank, thank you guys for having me, bro. Thanks thank you guys for having me, bro. And, uh, no, uh, no father, no problem. Yeah, no father, <laughs> no problem. Or uh, Kiko's podcast. Uh, the You Don't Care, Bro. You Don't Care, Bro podcast. Uh, we're a... Uh, we're a spinoff. We're the Laverne, <laughs> we're the Laverne and Shirley Laverne from, Shirley, from his happy days of it, you know? So uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us, and uh, Happy New Year's. We're out, man. See Thank you guys. guys. Peace.